Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. From the award-winning director of the New York Times critic pick, Music Wood, the new film To Kid or Not to Kid aims to dispel the myth that living child-free is weird, selfish, or somehow wrong in a world where we're threatened for speaking openly about living child-free. Two women from different decades search for ways to support each other in making that decision to live without children. And this documentary film is called To Kid or Not to Kid, and we're joined by the director and the producer of the film, and that would be Maxine Trump. Maxine, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. It's great to be on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, um, as I related to you off mic, uh, uh, this is a subject I'm familiar with, Some, something that is, <laughs> is, has been a part of my life sort of tangentially. I'm, I'm obviously not a child bearer, but I have experienced in, in sort of a, a deflected, non-glorious way uh, the criticism and the pressure that is brought to bear on women who certainly in their, I'll say, by the time they get to their late 20s, early 30s, and certainly by the time they get to their late 30s, there is a tremendous amount of pressure on women. And so to see that what this film was about, and I, I saw, you know, like read up about it, and I'm thinking, I have to talk to you. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> well, I'm so pleased you felt that way. Yes. And it is, by the way, it is a wonderful film. And I think some of it has to do with your sharing your own journey, but also the, uh, the bringing into it women who have gone through many of the same questions uh, about their own lives and about what they wanted from their life and their husbands and all the rest of it. It's a very well-rounded look at this subject. And uh, so tell us, I mean, I think I know the answer, but I'll ask for our audience. Tell me when and how you decided to do a documentary called To Kid or Not To Kid. Well, you know, in the same way you just mentioned, Mike, it's, it really affects everyone, right, this decision. Um, it kind of was, in one respect, a no-brainer because I was like, wow, there's been no film made about the decision of whether or not to have kids. And at the time when I was thinking about my own decision, there actually was nothing. You know, I'm a filmmaker and, and I my language is filmmaking and I just couldn't believe there wasn't a feature film like this, and I needed it. There were there were a few books. There were some great blogs, sort of underground blogs, if you really wanted to hunt high and low for them. But I needed a film. I started researching, found out there was nothing out there, and started doing sort of like the first few interviews. And, you know, I've made a, a few films now. It just, the I started doing some interviews, and it, just wasn't becoming the film I wanted to make. It, it was quite dry, and I realized I was holding back, and actually the film needed to be somebody's journey. You know, as filmmakers, and you know this, Mike, from your own podcast, we're always trying to find a transformational journey of a character, and I suddenly realized, I don't know whether I'm uh, able to share on this, uh, swear on this show or not, but I realized... You know, it's got to be me. I'm part of a film collective that I was able to go in and, and show some test shoots 
And they were like, you, A, you have to make this film, and B, you're holding back. You have to be in the film. And I never, ever have wanted to be in front of the camera. I know I'm talking to an L.A. audience here now, and people in this town are obviously much more comfortable with being on the camera, but I'm not. And it was, it was a, a really difficult process for me, but I think the film is much, much better for it because it gave me these intimate scenes and access that I would have never, ever have got if I hadn't put, my, put myself in the film. And I think the fact that you and uh, Josh, your husband, are able to sort of bounce back and forth with this, your, your, your candid, honest conversations with one another, certainly helps have that conversation that people, you're our surrogate for having that conversation that many other couples have had over the millennium or two. And uh, yeah. so so that's good. And, and, and I often say this, that, you know, documentary films are best when they're telling a personal story that is a microcosm for something that is a bigger picture, a bigger story. Totally. And, totally. and that's when people are drawn in and people are uh, relate to what you're talking about. And I think this would be true for people who are adamantly pro-family, who have, you know, four or five multiple kids, would have, would certainly, they've had this internal conversation with, with themselves, if not with their husbands and wives. So I'm glad you did. And I'm glad that Josh was <laughs> well. You. Yeah, I'm, and I'm glad that Josh was a part of this. I, I, b- putting aside your reticence to be in front of the camera, did you? Did were you? Because I know you had taken. We see in the film you had taken some crap, you know, al- already in your life. You were uh, your own mom and people in your family. There was already some dialogue with you in your own life about why you had, why you weren't having kids yet. Were you afraid to put yourself? out there or is it just they were really just reticent to be in front of a camera you know for a lot of people which is hard maybe to really understand or be aware of but um i think there's a real decision in ambivalence actually which may sound strange but by putting off the decision putting off the desert putting off the decision, you're making a decision yeah. by putting it off. I agree. Right? Um, yeah. yeah, thank you. And and there's many, many people in that place that was really like me. It was never, ever a priority for me, ever. It wasn't a big dream. I didn't think of my kid's name. I mean, maybe I once thought of a kid's name, but it just never was a dialogue in my mind. And so it was only when I really started reaching the age of like, oh, I'm not going to be able to have kids soon. So a decision has to be kind of forced on me. And I kind of was angry about that, actually. You know, I laugh um, and joke with my husband. I was like, you know, if I actually did want kids, I would want to be the dad. And could you be the mom? And he at one point was like, sure, yeah. Um, But I knew (laughs) this society wouldn't allow me to, um, and no disrespect for any great fathers out there, because I know there's a whole bunch of fantastic fathers, but I wanted to be the guy sitting in the chair, drinking a beer, watching sports, and leaving the kids kind of like be looked after by somebody else. And I knew society would think I was a terrible mum if I did that. And that was honestly part of my decision because I just knew I didn't, you know, I've seen that play out in many of my friends' relationships. And and there's a plenty of facts about this in reports that it's still the child-rearing, needless to say, 
still sits at the woman's door in a much more significant way um, if you're in a straight relationship than it does at the father's door. The film probes into those realms of, of why or why not to have children. But you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, it is seen as a the responsibility of women to have children. And you talk not a lot about it in the film, but sort of the, the social pressures, the political pressures, the community pressures, the religious pressures to have children. And they, they so it's a multi-pronged environment of having children that we live in. And again, let's be clear, I'm glad that my mom and dad decided to have children. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm very happy about their decision. But I'm also, you know, I think that we're at a point now that there is something to do with the fact there's the ascendancy, not to the degree it should be, but of women certainly uh, around the world to have ownership of their own agency, to, to have or have not. And so, so it is. I think it. I think it's reasonable to to put the correlation as to why the population, uh, the rate of population, is going down in countries where women are educated and have access to economic opportunity. And all, what I'm trying to get to is this is not such an unusual decision to make for someone who has control over their own life. It isn't. Right. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Um, there's so much material and reports out there. As soon as a woman has access to education, the amount of children goes down. Absolutely. I mean, it's, just, it's just a fact. And what that seems to suggest to me, and it's very difficult to, um, it's very difficult to really talk about, okay, who's happier? Those that have kids, those that don't have kids. I don't I don't stay in that place because I think um, I'm not about division. I have plenty of friends that have kids and have been very accepting of me. There have definitely been a number of people that haven't been, and that's what's played out in the film. But after all, you know, we're, we're just talking about what makes us happy. And I think, you know, being in this place now where more opportunities are available to women, we don't have to get stuck behind, stay in the kitchen, not have the dreams for our careers. You know, what makes us happy? Well, for some of us, it's not having kids. And for a lot of parents, it's having kids. And, and that's fine. And, and no one's not, you know, the world is never going to stop having children. Parents are not going to stop having children. But there's at least 20%, if not more now, because the figure keeps changing, of people that will never have kids. And it's a normal decision. And that's what the film really is yeah. about because yeah. for a long time it's been deemed abnormal and that's just that's just a joke and it has to change and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with uh, Maxine Trump. She is the director and producer. I have that right. You're the, also the producer of the film, are you not? Yes. Okay, yes, good. I, I want to make sure I got all your titles. So director, <laughs> producer, and I'm sure you were. You probably did camera work as well. Um, I uh, definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> on some of those intimate scenes. Yes, no you did. Let anyone come in with a camera on some of those scenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're and we're talking about her new documentary film called "To Kid or Not to Kid." It's here in Los Angeles right now as we speak. Everybody gets a you know a, a fair hearing on on this issue, uh, and. You know, I, I just, I, it's just a very enjoyable, you know, uh, um, watch. 
And I'm thank ca- you so much. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious whether it be through the Twitterverse or Facebook or something like that. Uh, I in the film we see some uh, some cold reactions, uh, you know, to others who are who are making making this decision to not have kids. What kind of feedback, if any, are you have you started to hear from people who are upset that you would put this out there or or supportive? I'm yeah. sure you get both. What what's the reaction been? Yeah, so far it's been absolutely incredible. Um, we we worked really hard. My background is actually BBC comedy, and um, I really try and bring a real sort of entertain. I mean, we're making entertainment, and I I really. Uh, I'm a documentary maker, I'm a doc nerd, and I feel sometimes in documentaries there's a, we forget that it's entertainment, and I really try and bring this sort of light, lighter um, heart to the film as well, when it's a serious subject too, and I really have wanted to put this film out there for people to learn from my mistakes. I mean, how stupid of me to not have a conversation with my husband about whether or not to have kids until we got married. You know, it's like (laughs) most people really should be having that conversation beforehand. And also, you know, mistakes happened along the way and um, 45% of pregnancies are actually unplanned. So contraception people don't have one too many and forget to, you know, to forget your contraception. That was a huge eye-opener for me. And... What's been delightful after the screening, so far we've been playing in festivals and we had a sold-out premiere in New York two days ago, is actually the response from parents. It's almost opened this door for parents to tell me their stories as well of hardship um, that they've either, they went through abortions or they had miscarriages or it hasn't been exactly what they expected it to be. And that's why I really wanted this film to be a space for people to kind of sit down with their partner, you know, whether you're gay, if you're heterosexual, whoever you're with, and just sit there and go, is this what we want to do? Because I really feel uh, what's been on my heart is the amount of people I think that's been brought into the world that haven't necessarily been wanted. And I feel that that's caused some of society's ills today and I really is a painful thing to see if people have told me that from making this film that they knew their parents didn't want them and you know that's 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 really tough so it's been a real broad spectrum of response from people that have been very very certain from a young age they don't want children to people like me that are on the spectrum and I've really wanted this film to be inclusive as possible for everybody going through this decision and to help them make the decision, really, because, like I said, I needed it, and it wasn't there for me when, when I wanted it. I don't know if this is a little bit too uh, far afield, but maybe, you know, uh, a child talking with their own parent, they're 18 or 20 or 22, talking about their decision or their thinking about this as a path for them as well. Um you know, just opening up the dialogue. I guess a film like this, yeah. you know, it, and it, you're right, it's lighthearted. It's it's nothing meant to bring about any sort of rancor. It's in, it's intended to, in a very lighthearted way, to, to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, and what, that's a really funny story from one screening. Um, 
a friend of ours that um, has been supportive about the subject. She actually has three kids. She brought one of her kids, her older kids, for the screening, and he walked out and he said, you know what, Mum, I, I think I'm child-free, and he, he's not even 10 yet. <laughs> so that was kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that's what, wow. Well... So, you know, we're, we're hitting them young, too. <laughs> yes, the young, exactly. Well, I, it's it should be an option, and, I, you know, I think it's important to to, uh, to make mention of, you you did, I'm glad you did, about the unintended pregnancies, you know, and I think there's so many who are probably thinking, now we're here, now let's just have the kid and let's move on. I mean, it, there's sort of, yeah. there's so many things and so much pressure. I, I really, again, being a heterosexual man, I have not felt the pressure. Uh, that, that women do on a regular basis. So I'm glad to see it's out there. I'm glad to see it's getting attention. I'm glad to see you're getting a lot of positive feedback. And let's not forget the economics of all of it either. But that's that's another that whole cool. part of this. There's so much money in it. Uh, and I'm not, again, gosh darn it. And I, I, I think I said to you this before we started, the, I, I'm sure people probably run up to you now and feel yeah. like they have to explain to you why oh, they did goodness, or didn't. Yeah. So it's you're, you're, you're becoming like... <laughs> yeah. The high priestess of, of people not, not having children, so get used to it. Uh, to kid or not to kid dot com is the website. It is a fun film, and uh, check it out. To kid or not to kid, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, I hope that when the time comes, you got another project, Maxine Trump. I hope you come back. I'd love to, Mike, and thank you so much for having me. And just to let people know that may not be based in New York or LA or Toronto where we're having film screenings. We uh, will be online in December. Um, we'll be on VOD in December. And we also have this wonderful spin-off web series that PBS actually commissioned us to make, which was really amazing. And it actually explores many other people's stories. And that's actually already gone live on the Independent Lens website. So anybody uh, anywhere in the world can access those already and they're just seven minutes eight minutes long oh, and it runs the gamut from gay couples making the decision to women um in the age, at the age of 50 deciding when to stop ivf treatments and it's been that was an absolute pleasure to work on because like you said mike this tends to be uh, more my story, even though I go and visit many people that have had the same pressures to, as me. But the web series also expands out the stories further afield, which was really exciting. So you can catch those online now, too. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. And and thanks to Independent Lens and Lois Vossen and her team for being uh, on it. And, and I yeah. think, uh, and they're, they're so great. And uh, are, mm. they, are they going to screen this on Independent Lens? Not yet. They they want to put out the web series. Okay. It's such an inclusive web series for everybody's decision, and we'll see. We'll see on this. The feature documentary will be on VOD, and um, okay. we're waiting to see where it goes next after that. So it'll be on iTunes and Amazon, and then um, we're still having those conversations. Actually, excellent, excellent. Well, Maxine Trump, the director producer of To Kid or Not To Kid. And that's kid to kid or not to kid dot com for you who want to find out more about it. Thanks, thanks so much for being here on Film School. Thank you, Mike, and we'll speak to you soon.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.